Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Russ Salzberg. And once again, I want you all to listen up here and get a load of this. On May 18th, not too long ago, the mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot, had said she would only be giving interviews to reporters of color. That means no white reporters. Now, what I want to know is this. Where the hell is the national outrage over such a remark? Have you seen it? Because I certainly haven't. Can you just imagine if a white mayor had said the same thing, that he or she would only grant interviews to white reporters? That would be the lead story all across the news. You'd be hearing an outcry from the White House. But with this, not a peep. So like I said, listen up, because you're really going to want to get a load of this. I'm telling you, folks, when I read that, I was dumbfounded. It's like it caught my attention casually reading. And I'm saying, oh, my God, what a terrible thing to say. We, We talk time and time again about, you hear it all the time, about the discussions of race in America. Let's have an honest discussion of race in America. You know, let's have, let's have a discussion that's going to make some people feel uncomfortable. We hear that all the time. Where's, where is the discussion on something like this? Can you just imagine? Can you just imagine had a white politician... Mayor, congressman, governor, senator, anybody issued the same remark. I'm only going to be speaking to people of color, no white reporters. Think about that. I I want you to think loud and clear. And be honest. What the hell do you think would have happened had a white Anybody 
said that. How do you think the anti-Semitic pieces of garbage squad, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Rashida Tlaib, Elon Omar, Ayanna Presley, uh, what do you think they would have said? How could these people be in office? This is the disgrace. What do you think the White House would have said? What do you mean they're not going to talk to people of color? They're only going to talk to white people. What do you think? How do you think the media would have erupted? But I don't hear a peep about this. I, I think it's a national disgrace. That's what I think. I'm going to read you something from, this is in a letter to the local media in Chicago. By now, you may have heard the news. This is from Lori Lightfoot. By now, you may have heard the news that on the occasion of the two-year anniversary of my inauguration as mayor of this great city, I will be exclusively providing one-on-one interviews with journalists of color. As a person of color, I have throughout my adult life done everything I can do to fight for diversity and inclusion in every institution that I have been a part of. And being mayor makes me uniquely situated to shine a spotlight on this most important issue. Okay. She talks about fight for diversity and inclusion. This is a black woman who is mayor of Chicago. She also happens to be gay. God bless. You would think she would have enough common sense in that nitwit brain to understand about the importance of diversity and inclusion. What does that mean? Except white people? Is that what that means? I mean, folks, you can hear it in my voice. I am pissed off. Because we hear it time and time and time again, the discussion of race in America. I I was watching the news yesterday. I was watching, you know, the Sunday morning shows, Face the Nation, uh, Meet the Press with Chuck Todd. You know, that's the biggest agenda pusher in America right there. He was talking about, listen, we are discussing the one year anniversary of George Floyd's death. We're discussing the 100-year anniversary of the Tulsa massacres. You know, Black Wall Street, 300 innocent black people killed. That atrocity. So, And on Meet the Press, they were having a discussion yesterday on race in America. When the mayor of a major American city draws a line in the sand on black and white, Isn't that part of a discussion on race in America? And I have hardly a peep heard anything about it since this happened 12, 13 days ago. Not a peep. Not a freaking peep. You would think it would be the lead story on network nightly newses. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it being a lead once. Now, what am I, racist because I'm bringing this up? Now, I think the shoe's on the other foot. 
By the way, in that great American city, the Windy City of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot, she's worried about who she's going to be talking to. Well, this past weekend, Lori Lightfoot, 13 people were shot in the city of Chicago. Two are dead. A week ago, Lori, 55 people. A weekend, a week ago, on a weekend, 55 people were shot. 11 were dead. Where's the discussion of race in America? Where is the discussion of race in America on all these newses? Of all those people, of the 55 that were shot a week ago in Chicago, how many of them were black? Of the 11 dead, how many of them were black? And how many of the shooters were black? But that's not a discussion because the shooters weren't cops. So are we going to have a discussion on race in America? Is it going to be an honest discussion? Or is it going to be a dishonest discussion, which is what it remains? We hear all the talk all the time. Well, it's time we have a discussion. It's going to make people feel uncomfortable. I think everybody needs to feel uncomfortable. It's easy to point a finger, but I think it's high time some fingers start to be pointing at themselves. Another comment from Lori Lightfoot. I've been struck since my first day on the campaign trail back in 2018 by the overwhelming whiteness and maleness of Chicago media outlets, editorial boards, the political press corps, and yes, the City Hall press corps specifically. So I guess, Laurie, you want to dictate based on color and what? Who gets to interview you? And we talk all the time about the division in America. This leads to further division in America. And you know what? You, you divide the media. You divide the people that cover you. You put people of color, talented, smart reporters, black, Latino, in an awkward position. Some of them were pissed off when they saw this because that puts the divide right down the middle. Then, then I was reading something from that liberal rag, the Washington Post, the esteemed Washington Post. Since the, they, were, they were discussing this, this was a discussion of what I'm talking about. This is how they were talking about the Lori Lightfoot situation. Since the murder of George Floyd last year sparked new conversations about systemic racism, power, and privilege, Many news organizations, including the Washington Post, have turned a lens on how their own power structures and history affect their coverage decisions. Ah! Have turned a lens on how their own power structures and history affect their coverage decisions. So here's what I want to know. Where was the lens put on Lori Lightfoot? Where was the lens put on Lori Lightfoot to make a big deal about this? Because I guarantee you, had Lori Lightfoot been a white mayor and she said the exact opposite about black reporters not getting one-on-one interviews, the Washington Post would have had headlines. 
about the racist Lori Lightfoot, the white racist Lori Lightfoot in Chicago. But you see, it's black. So shh, we, we don't want to rock the boat. We don't want to say anything. It's all bullshit. I keep hearing time and time and time again about let's have this discussion, an honest discussion of race in America. Well, since we're worried about it being honest, how come everything we do is dishonest? And trust me, folks, it is dishonest. It is definitely dishonest. You heard me talk recently here about Patrice Cullors, the one of the founders of BLM. who was taken to task for all of a sudden coming up with $3.2 million of new homes she was buying with her wife. And then, lo and behold, she announces that she's stepping down to concentrate on a new book. Now, here, here's this woman who was fighting for the Black Lives Movement and Black Lives Matters, but she's stepping down to concentrate on other things. You think it's a goddamn coincidence that she's stepping down on the heels of this controversy of what happened with the money. She was talking about raising $90 million for BLM. And it's a coincidence. And I said this when it was going on. How come the BLM movement has been a huge movement for a year? More than a year, but a huge movement this past year. People marching in the streets and signs being painted in the streets. And nobody thought, geez, where's this woman getting all this money to buy these places? You heard me say it. Peculiar. Peculiar. Nah, you know, it's not peculiar because you know what? If it's not black and white, white, black, black, white, it's not sexy. I've said it over and over and over and over again. I will continue to say it. But when it's just black, 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 uh-uh. The New York Post had it yesterday. Story how many of the mothers of the victims who have been shot, Breonna Taylor's mother who was shot, Tamir Rice's mother. Richard Risher's mother. All these moms were talking about how BLM left them, did not do a damn thing for them, using their, their, their dead ones, their dead loved ones' images to, to make money, but not doing a damn thing for them. This, ain't, this is not Russ Salzberg making this up. How come that's not a national story? How come? How come that's not a national story? You know what really pisses me off? By me saying this, I'll get accused of being racist. Well, what's, what, what's Russ's problem? Russ's problem is we talk about race in America and we don't have an honest discussion whatsoever. I'm watching yesterday... Uh, they're having a panel discussion on Meet the Press. And, and Chuck Todd's like 
doing like kind of a comparison. I, I mentioned it before. It's the one year anniversary of George Floyd's death. It's the 100 year anniversary of the Tulsa massacre where 300 innocent black people were killed. And he, he's drawing a comparison. No, I'm sorry. There's no comparison. Listen, George Floyd did not deserve to die. The piece of garbage who killed him, Derek Chauvin, has been convicted. If I don't care if he gets life imprisonment, electric chair, death by lethal injection, hanging, stoning. I couldn't give a shit because he's helped turn this country upside down. But don't compare. I mean, because George Floyd was no choir boy, but no one's allowed to say that. You're comparing George Floyd to 300 innocent people? Uh-uh. It doesn't work that way. We're not talking about those 300 people who broke into a woman's house, pregnant woman held a gun to her belly, ended up serving seven years in prison. We're not talking about somebody who was stopped by the police on that tragic day of his death for passing a, a counterfeit 20. I'm not saying he deserved to die, but don't compare the two, will you please? But it's black and white, and it's a cop involved. So that makes it sexy all over again. I, w- I was looking at a book this past week. In case you're interested, it's written by Vadi T. Bolcham. Vadi T. Bolcham Jr., the name of the book is Fault Lines. He happens to be a black pastor. Okay? He happens to be a black pastor. And he brought out something. See, that, this is not Russ. He, he was bringing out a comparison of George Floyd. George Floyd, you know, killed by the police. And I want to read something to you. Have you heard of Tony Timpa? Like Floyd, he goes on to write, Timpa wailed and pleaded for help more than 30 times as officers pinned his shoulders, knees, and neck to the ground, reported the Dallas Morning News in August 2016. Timpa a 32-year-old schizophrenic called the police himself, saying he was off his meds and needed help. When police arrived, Tempa had already been handcuffed by a security guard. Three Dallas Police Department officers restrained Tempa for nearly 14 minutes as he pleaded, you're going to kill me, you're going to kill me, you're going to kill me. Eventually, Tempa went limp, at which time the officers mocked him and made jokes. In the end, when the paramedics finally came and put Tempa's Flaccid body on a stretcher, one officer said, I hope we didn't kill him, but they had. The Dallas Morning News first reported Tempest's death in 2017, an investigation that showed police refused to say how a man who had called 911 for help ended up dead. The officers were still on duty and no disciplinary action had been taken at the time. In fact, Dallas Police Department refused to release body cam footage. Why was this point being brought up, folks? Temple was white. 
Did we hear the outrage in America over Timper being white? But right away, the cops were villains. Now, listen, I'm reading this and it makes me sick that this happened to this person. But I had never heard of Tony Timper before because why? Because he was white. So you see, problems didn't just happen with George Floyd. And it, listen, I am all for the cops. You know it. But they're, I don't want to hear anything about defunding because cops need more money and better training. And you need reform that way and fixing things up. And if there's an issue with the police, so be it. When was the last time he also brings up that this... Uh, Vadi Bacham also brings up, when was the last time you heard anybody on the news lead with an unarmed white man was shot? Huh? He brings up a couple of points. I'm going to read some names to you. This all in a six-month period in 2020. Stephen O'Brien killed by police in Floresville, Texas. February 24th. Christopher Palmer killed in Manila, Arkansas, March 4th. Kenneth Mullins killed in Edison, California, March 6th. Brian Marksbury and Aaron Tolan, both killed. Humble, Texas and Wasila, Alaska, respectively, March 8th. John Hendrick killed. Linwood, North Carolina, March 26th. Zach Gifford killed. Brandon, Colorado, April 9th. Giuseppe Partisanone killed. Philly, Pennsylvania, April 10th. Nicholas Bills killed in San Diego, California, May 1st. Tyler Hayes killed Sale Creek, Tennessee, May 19th. Jeffrey Scott Harzman killed St. Petersburg, Florida, August 7th. Did you hear those names? No, you didn't hear those names. Why didn't you hear those names? They were unarmed white men. And unarmed white men being killed is not sexy for the news. It just ain't sexy. So we're not going to make a big deal about it. And if you kill an unarmed white man, that doesn't push the theme of systemic racism within the police. That doesn't push that theory. So that's why the media ignores it. I, I'm I'm really disgusted with this because to me what Lori Lightfoot did w w was just light a fuse for a powder keg to make things explode. And just think, the be honest when you're thinking the absolute uproar and outrage that would have taken place had a white mayor, a white politician said the exact same thing. I guarantee you, if anybody said that, that I'm only going to interview white people, no, I'm not going to grant interviews to people of color, uh, 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 I'm not going to grant interviews to people of color any longer. Do you have any idea what would happen? Every news organization would make a major issue of it. 60 Minutes would be running an expose. All these people, CNN, they would go nuts. MSNBC, they, the White House, the White House, can you imagine? Can you imagine Biden, Joe Biden, President Biden, and Vice President Kamala Harris? Really? 
Why is that acceptable? Why is that acceptable? It shouldn't be. In any way, shape, or form. It is an absolute disgrace. So we keep hearing about race in America, race in America. Let's have an honest discussion. You can't have an honest discussion if everybody's going to be dishonest for crying out loud. It's all bullshit. If you're going to be honest, really say to yourself, how the hell, man, how come we're not hearing a big deal about this? You got mothers of victims, lost loved ones, that their families, that their the images of their loved ones are used by BLM, and they're complaining publicly about BLM leaving them in the dust, not doing anything for them. Yet the founder is buying property, and now she's stepping down just a few weeks after she was found out to be buying these properties. And nobody thinks it's a coincidence to do a major story? Nobody? So as I said, the, right, right now, the discussion of race in America is nothing but a dishonest discussion. And if race in America is going to be improved, then we need to have an honest discussion. And that means the dishonest media has to start being honest and telling it like it is. This is not even about being liberal, conservative, what have you. This is about flat out being honest. And until we're going to be honest in a a real discussion on race in America, nothing's going to get fixed. Nothing is going to get fixed. Lori Lightfoot, a, a black gay mayor woman of in Chicago, is talking about diversity and inclusion and comes up with a remark like that. If I'm nuts, folks, so be it. But this is a national disgrace in every way, shape, and form. It's a national disgrace coming out of the mouths of a a politician of a major American city. It's a national disgrace how the media is covering covering it. It's a national disgrace how politicians right from the White House on down are not taking Lori Lightfoot to task. It's an absolute disgrace. So if you want to fix America, if you want to talk about race in America, let's have an honest discussion And stop, stop the dishonest bullshit. And that, my friends, is a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. Now I'd like to be getting a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do that on Twitter at Russ Salzberg. You can do it on Facebook. You can always check out my website at russsalzberg.com. Big time thank you here to my home at Believe.com, the number one podcast network for professionals. But above all, I want to thank all of you the people out there, because without you, the people out there, I'd have nobody in here to be talking to. So until next time, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying to each and every one of you, bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Have a great week, everybody. And you know what? 
Let's try and be honest. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.